Hello listeners, welcome to another episode of Activate God's Purpose, where we yield our humanity to God's divinity. Thank you for being here. Um, as always, as I always say, I don't take this for granted. And I appreciate your presence. I appreciate your listening. Today we're going to talk about strength. What is strength? Strength can be emotional, spiritual, physical, mental. You know, we hear things like mind over body and things like that. Personally, I believe that the, the greatest strength is your spirit. Your spirit is stronger than your mind, your body, your soul. Your spirit is who you are. Your spirit is who connects with God. And so therefore, because of that divine connection, when you are reconciled to God through salvation, through the name of Jesus, and you believe in Jesus and call upon his name, and you're filled with the Holy Spirit, there's a type of divine strength that fills your mind, body, heart, soul, all of it. You just become strong because of that divine connection with God. It's a different type of strength as defined by our human wisdom and our human definition. It's better to be spiritually strong than to be mentally and emotionally strong. Being mentally and emotionally strong and physically strong are good, extremely good qualities, great. But they can only get you so far, especially in this world that we live in and just life in general, you know. But and our own kind of strength, the mental, emotional and physical, it wears out and it wears us out. It brings fatigue and exhaustion, irritation, anger, sadness, misery uh, and despair whereas, and dis- depression. Whereas spiritual strength renews. The Bible says those who wait upon the Lord, their strength will be renewed. So you're connected to God, you're waiting for him. You are refreshed by him. You are, as the Bible says, like the tree that is planted by rivers of living water. So let's see some definitions um, of, the, of us. We'll, we'll find out what God's definition of strength is, what the scriptures say about strength. But here we're reading definitions from different uh, dictionaries. In, in other words, what our human definition of strength is. And it says... Um, and this is looking at definitions from Oxford languages. It's a, I think it's an online dictionary. And um, sorry about the helicopter. I live in the city, so you'll hear sirens and dogs barking and um, <laughs> music from cars and helicopters going over. And I apologize for the noise. So going back to strength. Um, one of the definitions is the quality or state of being physically strong. The quality or state of being physically strong. Strength. So, you know, power, muscle. The other definition, and I'm reading from uh, definitions from Oxford languages. It's, uh, I think it's an online, um, by, uh, sorry, I was going to say Bible dictionary. So number two, it says the capacity of an object or substance to withstand great force or pressure. Strength empowers you to withstand great force or pressure. Now let's look at um, the Merriam-Webster definition. It says the quality or state of being strong, capacity for exertion or endurance When one has strength, one has a capacity for exertion or endurance. You are able to endure beyond the normal, beyond the usual. It's strength, it says, is the power to resist force. Strength is the power to resist force, solidity, toughness. So when you're a strong person, you're solid, you're tough, you are able to resist any type of force that comes at you. 
strength also, it continues to define, and this is the Merriam-Webster Dictionary, is it says that strength is power of resisting attack. You be, it, it says impregnability. You become impregnable. You are this force. You are this power. You are this strength who can resist attacks coming at you, coming your way. You can resist. You have the power to resist. You have the quality or state of being strong. You have the capacity for exertion or endurance. You are impregnable, right? And um, strength is also a strong attribute or inherent asset. Inherent asset is something you inherited. It's in your DNA. It's something you carry, right? Strength is also a degree of potency, of effect, of concentration. So for example, if you have different types of peppers, different types of peppers grown in different areas and different countries have different types of heat in them. Some peppers are hotter than other peppers. Some peppers, a slight taste and your mouth will burn like crazy. Other peppers, you'll need a handful for you to even begin to feel the burn of the pepper. So Strength, again, is a degree of potency. You have a degree of potency of effect of concentration. There's a degree of strength in you, in all of us. And that's why I say strength comes in different degrees. You have spiritual strength, mental strength, emotional strength, and physical strength. I prefer the spiritual strength. It's definitely, it definitely has more potency more effect and more, it's more concentrated than your mental, emotional, and physical strength. Strength can also be vigor of expression. You can express yourself in such a strong way, in such a powerful way, that it becomes so effective. You also have the type of strength where it comes in numbers, where you're around other people, you're in a church or an organization or an army or the Navy, you're effective in numbers. I believe even in the Navy, when they send them out, especially when they've just graduated or the army or military, they advise them to never go out by themselves. Always go in twos or threes. Always go in twos or threes. Even the Bible says it, it is not good for man to be alone. It also says that um, one can chase, chase uh, 1,000, but two can chase 10,000, right? Strength in numbers. So um, we'll stop there. Oh, let me read this one. It says from strength to strength. It means vigorously forward. You can move from, from strength to strength. So your strength might be little now, but you can make that become more you more vigorous you can strengthen your strength so to speak so you move from one high point to the next vigorously forward from one high point to the next and you keep moving forward and you keep moving forward the bible describes that as moving from glory to glory so strength from strength to strength from one high point to the next. You're not going from one high point and going down. You keep going up. You keep rising from one high point to the next, from glory to glory. And that's how God would have us to move from glory to glory. So let's look at scripture. We're talking about strength today. And I don't want to talk too much. I just want to read these scriptures to you because scripture is what will build your spiritual strength. The kind of strength we are going to need in these end times, in these days, it's going to take God. It's going to take the Holy Spirit. It's going to take Jesus. It, it is going to take the word of God. So let's go in. Strength. Isaiah 41 verse 10. Fear not. For I am with you. Be not afraid. For I am your God. I will strengthen you. 
I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous hand. You see, God himself will uphold you. God himself will strengthen you. But you have to believe. You have to believe in him. You have to believe in Jesus. You have to believe in the Holy Spirit. You cannot separate the three. They are one. You need their full strength. Even Jesus said, he said, I'm going. I have to go. Because the one who will help you has to come. The comforter, the one who will teach you has to come. And that is who? The Holy Spirit. We need the Holy Spirit. How do you get the Holy Spirit? You give your life to Jesus. You surrender to Jesus. You say, Lord, here I am. Take over my life. I surrender to you. Because Jesus came to reconcile us to God. And people are missing this. It either on purpose or out of ignorance or out of rebellion. You give your life to Jesus because he came to reconcile us to God. And then when Jesus resurrected, he says, I have to go. Because why? Now the Holy Spirit has to come. So they work as one. They work together. And when the Holy Spirit comes, the Holy Spirit, it is he who empowers you. It is he who comes with the breath, with the presence of God. Even Jesus on earth in human form needed the Holy Spirit. The Bible says the Spirit of God was given to him without measure. Given to him without measure. And this is the same Jesus who says to us, you will do more than I did. Why? Again, it's the Holy Spirit. So surrender to Jesus. Give your life and let God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit take over and strengthen you. He says, I will strengthen you. Exodus chapter 15, verse 2. The Lord is my strength and my song, and he has become my salvation. This is my God, and I will praise him. My Father's God, and I will exalt him. This is our God. This is who we are. This is who we are. When we become his children, we become strong. He becomes our salvation. He becomes our strength. He becomes our song. He becomes our salvation. He becomes our strength. He becomes our song. We can sing when it's dark. We can rest assured that we are saved, that we have salvation when things go haywire, when things are chaotic. When there's no hope, we have hope because we know that we have salvation. When everything and everyone is just weak, falling apart, we know that the Lord is our strength. Why do you sing? Because the Lord is my strength. Why are you still speaking? Because he is my strength. How come you're still alive? Because God is my strength. How come you're still breathing? Because God is my strength. How come you're healed? Because God is my salvation. He's my deliverer. He's my healer. How come you're still walking? How come you still have hope? Because Jesus is my savior. How come? How come? Because the Holy Spirit is my strength. We have to get to that point. God is our strength and our song, our song and our salvation. Ephesians chapter 6 verse 10. Finally, after everything, after all that has happened, where you are today, tomorrow has happened. You're here today in this present time. You don't know what tomorrow brings. Yesterday has happened. Yesterday has happened. You're here right now. Tomorrow is going to happen. Ephesians 6.10 says, finally, finally, where you are now, my brother, my sister, be strong in the Lord. You've been through a lot. A lot has happened. A lot is going to happen. A lot happened yesterday. A lot is happening today. A lot is going to happen tomorrow. But be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. Be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. Oh, in the strength of his might. You see, it all goes back to God. This is why I keep saying the strength we need is spiritual strength. So that why? 
Ephesians 6.10, finally, we can be strong in the Lord, not in ourselves, not in the systems of this world. I hate the systems of this world. They weaken us. They make us depressed. They make us anxious. They develop a type of expectation, put people on pedestals, and people start to do unhealthy things to survive, to succeed, to define greatness, to define success. Meanwhile, they're dying on the inside. Meanwhile, they're hurting themselves and hurting those around them. How about we choose the strength that God gives? Be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. That's eternal power. That's infinite power in the strength of God's might. God's might is endless. Take that kind of strength. Have that kind of strength. Exude that kind of strength. Adapt and embrace that kind of strength. You want power? There it is right now. Be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. You want empowerment? Be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13. No temptation has overtaken you that is not common to man. Nothing is happening to you that is new under the sun. Nothing is happening to me that is new under the sun. But God is faithful and he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability. Your ability is limited. My ability is limited. But God, when we trust in him, when we trust in Jesus, when we trust in the Holy Spirit, will not allow our challenges to overtake us. He says, but with the temptation, with the challenge, he will provide also, he will also provide the way of escape that you may be able to endure it. How do you endure? Again, back to Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10. Be strong, finally be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. That's how you endure. That's how you overcome. That's how you persevere. And with everything that's happening, we are going to need the strength and the endurance that only the strength of God's might can give. First Chronicles chapter 16, verse 11. I'm going to be a little fast because we have a lot of scriptures to cover. First Chronicles chapter 16, verse 11. Seek the Lord and his strength. Seek his presence continually. Make it a habit every day. Seek him continually. Seek the Lord, but not just the Lord. Seek his strength. Seek his presence. Seek the Holy Spirit continually, nonstop. Doesn't matter what you're going through. Doesn't matter what's happened. Don't focus on the trauma. Don't focus on the sin. Don't focus on the mistakes. Don't focus on your thoughts. Don't focus on what people are saying. Don't focus on the labels that people have given you or you have given yourself. Just seek his presence continually. Find strength in the Lord. Isaiah 40 verse 29. He gives power to the faint and to him who has no might, he increases strength. God gives power to the faint and to him who has no might, he increases strength. God gives power. So are you feeling faint, tired, exhausted? Feel like a filthy sinner? Feel wretched, ratchet? Feel like you feel ashamed? You feel guilty, depressed, in despair? You just want to give up throwing the towel. Isaiah 40 verse 29, he gives power to the faint. God will not turn his back on you. He will not leave you hanging as many will when you are down. He says, and to him, who has no might, he increases strength, spiritual power, spiritual strength. Isaiah 12 verse 2, behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid for the Lord God is my strength and my song and he has become my salvation. Again, how does the Lord become your song, your salvation? How do you stop fear? How do you block fear? How do you stop fear from taking over you? It says, behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid for the Lord. Why? Because for the Lord, God is my strength and my song. That's how you block fear. That's how you block depression. That's how, not only block, but you get rid of them. You, get, you cast them out of your life. You stop them from taking over you by making God your strength. Psalm 73 
Verse 26, my flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. You see, your body will fail, your flesh will fail, your heart will fail, you'll feel faint, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. God is our strength. Psalm 27 verse 1, the Lord is my light and my salvation, whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When God is your stronghold, when God covers your mind, covers your spirit, covers your body, covers your soul, covers your heart, covers everything about you, when God shields you, of whom will you be afraid? When God is your light and your salvation, of whom will you fear? Whom shall you fear? Habakkuk 3.19, Habakkuk 3.19, God the Lord is my strength. He makes my feet like the deer's feet. He makes me tread on high places. He makes my feet like the deer's feet. He gives you speed. That's what that's saying. You might feel weak and faint, but when you make God your strength, he gives you speed. My feet like deer's feet. Other scriptures say hind's feet but it means speed, deer's feet. I don't know if you've ever seen a deer running. It's almost impossible to catch a deer when it's running. He makes me tread on high places. God will cause you to tread on high places. That, what is that place? That place where he sustains you, that place where you find true empowerment, where you find true strength, true bravery, true courage, True boldness, high places, the high places of God, true peace, even when the storms are blowing, even when you have reason to fear, you will not fear because you are in the high place with God. You're walking, you're treading on high places with God. Psalm 31, verse 24. Be strong and let not, and sorry, be strong and let your heart take courage. All you who wait for the Lord, wait for him, wait for him. Be strong and let your heart take courage. All you who wait for the Lord. Another great way of waiting for the Lord is fasting. You fast and you put everything away and say, Lord, I'm seeking your face. I'm waiting for you. I want your presence. I want your direction. I want your wisdom. I want your insight, your understanding. What should I do? Where should I go? Who should I talk to? Who should I be? What should I become? What should I do? Wait on the Lord. Take courage and wait on him. Psalm 46 verse 1. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. God is our hiding place. He is our refuge. He is our strength. He's a very present help. He's extremely present. He's very present. No, no doubt whatsoever. He's ever present in our times of trouble. Go to him for help. Go to him for strength. Go to him for courage. Yield to the Lord. Surrender to him. How is that going to hurt? How is that going to hurt you? You're only going to benefit from it. Matthew eleven twenty eight. Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. That's what God wants to do. That's what Jesus wants to do. That's what the Holy Spirit wants to do. Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. God wants you to rest. Walk in the high places with God and find rest, find refuge, find strength. Nehemiah chapter 8 verse 10, And do not be grieved, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. Stop grieving. Stop being miserable. Stop being sad. Take the hand of God. Take the refuge of God. Don't be grieved because the joy of the Lord is your strength. Yield to God and let his joy become your strength. You want to get rid of depression. You want to get rid of fear, anxiety. You want to get rid of hate. You want to get rid of feeling alone and ostracized. Turn to God. Stop your despair. Let him give you joy and his joy will give you strength. 2 Corinthians chapter 12 verse 9. But he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you. For my power 
is made perfect in weakness. God's power is made perfect in your weakness. God's strength is made perfect in your weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly of my weakness. And then so therefore you can hit your chest. You can say, yeah, I know I'm weak, but I know my God. Hey, I know, I, I know I'm weak. I know I feel depressed. I know I feel fear, but I have strength. I have joy. I have power. Why? Because God's grace is sufficient for me because I draw my strength, spiritual strength from God. It continues to say, so that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Draw strength from him. Let the power of Christ. Who is the power of Christ? The Holy Spirit, the same spirit of God that resurrected. Who is the power of resurrection? The spirit of God who resurrected Jesus from the grave. Who is the spirit? The same spirit without measure who, who filled Jesus and Jesus could perform the miracles that he did on this earth. And the same Jesus says to us, you will do more. Why? Because of the Holy Spirit. How is God's strength made perfect in our weakness? It's the power of the Holy Spirit. Psalm 23 verse 4, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. What are you going through? What is your darkness? Psalm 23 verse 4. You're walking through that valley of the shadow of death. But guess who's with you? God is with you. Open the door of your spirit. Open the door of your heart. Open the door of your free will and let God in. Let Jesus in. Let the Holy Spirit in. They will walk you through this valley of the shadow of death. What are your challenges? Psalm 28 verse 7, the Lord is my strength and my shield. In him my heart trusts and I am helped. The Lord is my strength and my shield. In him my heart trusts. Open the door of your heart to him and I am helped. God will not let you down. He will not leave you hanging. It says my heart exalts and with my song I give thanks to him. Why? Because I trusted him and guess what he did? He strengthened me, but he didn't just strengthen me, he shielded me. Not No, he didn't just stop there, he helped me. And so therefore my heart exalts and I have a song in me to thank him. I have a song to pass on to the world to give him praise. I have a song to pass on to those who are hurting and sad and despair and traumatized, agonized, drug addicts, whoever you are, whatever you are, whatever you're going through. I have a song to pass on to you. You can be a homosexual. You can be a lesbian. You can be transgender. You can be poor. You can be rich. You can be weak. You can be strong. What are you? Who are you? What have you become? Who do you want to become? I have a song for you. Because I have a God who I have tested and who I know has my back. I can sing a song that is true about him. I can sing a worship that is true about him. And I can pass it on to you. I can pass this message on to you that indeed he is my strength and my shield. My heart trusts him because he has helped me all the way through. And he has transformed me, illuminated me, transformed me and shielded me and kept me and given me joy unspeakable, peace that I cannot describe. But I can sing a song. I can pass on this message and tell you about this God. Yes, he is real. He is true. So who are you? What are you? What are your preferences? What have you become? Who have you become? Who are you looking to become? What are you searching for? God will help you. Open your heart and let him help you. Psalm 118 verse 14. Psalm 118 verse 14. The Lord is my strength and my song. He has become my salvation. How has he become my salvation? I have experienced him. I tested him. Come into my life. Let me see if this love, this unconditional love that you talk about is true. And here we are today still going, and will continue to ever go on with him. Psalm 18, verse 1 to 2. To the choir master, a psalm of David, the servant of the Lord, who addressed the words of this song to the Lord on the day when the Lord rescued him, rescued him, 
rescued him on the day when the Lord rescued him. Do you need to be rescued? Here's a song for you. On the day when the Lord rescued him from the hand of all his enemies and from the hand of Saul. Who is your enemy? Who do you need to be rescued from? What do you need to be rescued from? The Lord is ready. Are you ready? And he's ready to put a song in your mouth. Are you ready for that song? Are you ready to be delivered? He said, I love you, O Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer, my God, my rock in whom I take refuge, my shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. My brother, my sister, who is your shield? Who is the song of your salvation or what is? Try God, test God, listener, listener. Try God, test God. Allow him to put a song in your mouth. Let him be your rock and your fortress, your deliverer, your refuge, your shield, and the horn of your salvation and your stronghold. Isaiah chapter 40, verse 28 to 31. Isaiah chapter 40, verse 28 to 31. Have you not known? Have you not heard? The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. He does not faint or grow weary. His understanding is unsearchable. He gives power to the faint and to him who has no might, he increases strength. Even youths, even the young, shall faint and be weary and young men shall fall exhausted. Isn't that what's happening everywhere? We're all weary and exhausted, young and old, middle-aged, everybody. But they who wait for the Lord, ha, they who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. You hear that? But they who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Ephesians chapter 3, 16. That according to the riches of his glory, his glory, not man's glory, his glory, not your glory, not my glory, according to God's own glory, he may grant you you to be strengthened with power through his spirit in your inner being. Let me read that again so you understand why I keep saying your spirit is stronger than your mind, your emotions, your heart, your soul, your physical being. It says Ephesians chapter 3 verse 16, that according to the riches of his glory, his glory, God's glory, his glory, he may grant you to be strengthened with power through his spirit. That's the Holy Spirit in your inner being. Your inner being is your spiritual self. Open the door, go beyond your heart, go beyond your mind, go beyond your emotions and allow God to touch your inner being and rise up your spirit and uplift your spirit and strengthen your spirit and awaken your spirit. I don't care who you are. I don't care where you've been. I don't care what you've done. God wants your inner being if you will surrender your inner, inner being to him so he can fill you with strength and power through his spirit and through his glory. 1 Samuel chapter 30, verse 6. And David was greatly distressed, for the people spoke of stoning him. David had made, uh, uh, it wasn't really a mistake that he made. He went to war, and the enemy, like the coward that the enemy is, came behind his back and invaded his people. So the people were angry at him, and they spoke of stoning him to death. He says, because all the people were bitter in soul, each for his sons and daughters, they were worried about their children who had been taken away by the enemy. 
The Bible says, but David, but David strengthened himself in the Lord, his God. Who or what are you strengthening yourself in, my brother? Is it sex? Is it drugs? Is it getting drunk? Is it your job, your titles? What are, you, what are you strengthening yourself with? Is it your own wisdom? Is it your degrees, my brother, my sister? What are you strengthening yourself with? What are you doing? What are you doing for hope, for joy, for strength? What are you relying on? Who are you relying on? It says, but David strengthened himself in the Lord his God. I dare you to try that. I dare you, listener. I dare you, listener. My brother, my sister, my friend, dear friend, I dare you to try drawing strength from God. Really, I hope you do. I wish you do. I pray you do. I really hope you do. Because that's where you'll find true strength. The people were about to stone this man to death, to David to death. What did he do? He didn't try to fight them back. No, he turned to God. For you to know to turn to God, you have to have a relationship with him. Draw from him. Psalm 27 verse 14. Wait for the Lord. Be strong and let your heart take courage. Wait for the Lord. Psalm 138 verse 3. On the day I called, you answered me. My strength of soul, you increased. You see my brother, you see listener, you see sister. This is why I say, I dare you to draw on him, to wait on him, to call on him. Look at what it says here. The psalmist says in Psalm 138 verse 3, On the day I called, you answered me. God, you answered me on the day I called. Call him, call him, call on him, call him. Then he goes to say, my strength of soul, you increased. Do you need strength in your soul? Right now, this very minute, the kind of strength that will never leave you, that will stay as you stay connected to God, as you stay yielded to him, as you allow Jesus to become your savior and the Holy Spirit to be your strength, he will increase the strength of your soul, the strength of your spirit, the strength of your heart, the strength of your body. Because God still heals. Yes, he heals the body. John chapter 14, verse 27. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled. Neither let them be afraid. You see, God is ready to give you peace. And I'm going to move faster now as I go through more scriptures. It says, peace I leave with you. What do people leave for you, my friend? What do people give you? Torment, challenges, more problems. Even if they give you something, some, there are very few people who will bless you and not want anything back. There are very few people who will bless you and you will enjoy the blessing. Enjoy it for a long time. Most people will give you something and expect something back. There's always a catch, always a trap. Spoken or unspoken, directly or indirectly. But it's there. But God, no, there's no catch. There's no trap. Second Corinthians chapter 4. I mean, think about it before I read that scripture. Think about this. We didn't pay for Jesus to die for us. It was free. We didn't pay for him to resurrect and be at the Father's right hand praying for us. It was free. We didn't pay for the Holy Spirit to come down and be with us. It's free. The Bible says, freely you have received, freely give. How many of us give freely? How many people give to us freely? Very few. Very, very few. 2 Corinthians 4, 16, 18. So we do not lose heart. Though our outer self is wasting, though our outer self is wasting away, our inner self is being renewed day by day. Our bodies are wasting away. Our bodies are getting older. Our bodies are getting fatigued. He says, but our inner self, this is why God comes. He says, I will empower you from your inner being. Our inner self is being renewed day by day. Our inner self is being renewed day by day. 2 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 16 to 18. For this light momentary affliction 
is preparing us an eternal weight of glory beyond all comparison as we look not to the things that are seen, but to the things that are unseen. For the things that are seen are transient, but the things that are unseen are eternal. Look up to God, my brother. Look up to God, my sister. 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 7. Casting all your anxieties on him because he cares for you. He cares for you. Jeremiah 32, verse 17. Ah, Lord God, it is you who have made the heavens and the earth by your great power and by your outstretched arm. Nothing is too hard for you. Nothing. Nothing is too hard for him. Look up to him. Find strength in him. Ephesians chapter 3, 20, 21. Now to him who is able to do far more abundantly than all that we ask or think, according to the power at work within us, to him be glory. He does what? Far more abundantly than all that we ask or think. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20, 21. According to the power at work within us, that is his Holy Spirit within us when we yield to him. To him be glory. First Chronicles chapter 29, verse 12. Both riches and honor come from you and you rule over all. He's talking to God. Both riches and honor come from you and you rule over all. This should be our mindset that riches and honor should come from God to us because then they're everlasting. Then they conquer whatever challenge we face. And our mindset should also be that God rules over all. It continues to say, in all your hand are power and might. And in your hand, it is to make great and to give strength to all. In your hand, O oh God, it is to make great, sorry, it, in your hand, it is to make great and to give strength to all. It is in his hand to make us great. And it is in his hand to give strength to all. I don't know about you, but I prefer the greatness that God gives. I prefer the leadership, the power, the might, the strength, the greatness, the success that God gives. I prefer the riches and honor that God gives. I prefer for God to rule over me. The Bible says, because David, when people were going to punish him at one instance, when he had stolen the child bread from the temple and he fell into the hands of the people, David literally prayed. He said, God, please do not let me fall into their hands. Let me fall into your hands. You judge me, God. You punish me because in your hands, there's mercy. In your hands, there's grace. In your hands, there's deliverance. There's salvation. Don't, don't, don't let me fall into the hands of this, these people because there will be no mercy. So you see, my brother, my sister, yes, I prefer God leading, ruling over my life. Because I know then that mercy, strength, power, peace, love, joy, grace are guaranteed. Honor, both honor and riches are guaranteed. Psalm 22 verse 19, but you, O Lord, do not be far off. But you, O Lord, do not be far off. That should be our cry every day. Continually, remember it says continually. But you, O Lord, do not be far off. O you, my help, come quickly to my aid. O you, my help, come quickly to my aid. God, come quickly to my aid. You are my help. Don't be far off from me. I want you. I want your presence. I want your strength. I want your peace, your joy, your love, your grace, your mercy, your faithfulness, all of it. 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 10. And after you have suffered a little while, the God of all grace, who has called you to his eternal glory in Christ. See, you cannot take Jesus out of the equation. Eternal glory in Christ will himself restore, confirm, strengthen, and establish you. What kind of foundation, what kind of 
sustenance? What kind of establishment are you looking for? How are you looking to survive this world? It says, after you have suffered a little while, yes, you have been through a lot. Yes, you will still go through something. Yes, you are still going through something. But it says, the God of all grace, who has called you to his eternal glory in Christ. How do you accept that calling? By giving your life to Jesus. He says, will himself restore, confirm, strengthen, and establish you. Psalm 59 verse 16. But I will sing of your strength. I will sing aloud of your steadfast love in the morning. For you have been to me a fortress and a refuge in the day of my distress. Ah, when in the day of your distress, when in the day of your distress, my brother, my sister, listener, my dear friend, who is your fortress? Who shows you steadfast love? Who gives you refuge in the day of your distress? Who do you turn to? Turn to the God of all grace. Turn to the God of all grace. I know you have suffered, but turn to the God of all grace who has called you to his eternal glory in Christ, who will restore you, strengthen you, and establish you, who will give you unending, steadfast love every morning, every morning, every morning of your life. Psalm 59 verse 9, Oh, my strength, I will watch for you, for you, O God, are my fortress. Oh, my strength, I will watch for you, for you, O God, are my fortress. That should be our mindset. That should be how we think every day, every second. And it makes us stronger. It makes us become stronger. Isaiah 40 verse 1. It says, um, actually, let me um, skip that one. I'm going to skip that. But when you do have a moment, read Isaiah chapter 40. Read Isaiah chapter 40. Let me skip to Psalm 39, verse 7. And now, O Lord, for what do I wait? For what do I wait, O Lord? My hope is in you. What am I waiting for? Who am I looking up to? What system of the world is going to save me? What system of the world is going to become my refuge? Who is going to become my refuge? What is going to become my refuge? No, Lord, no. Me? I'm going to wait on you. I'm going to put my hope in you. That's Psalm 39 verse 7. And now, O Lord, for what do I wait? My hope is in you. That should be our mindset. Nahum chapter 1, sorry, yes, chapter 1 verse 7. Nahum chapter 1 verse 7. The Lord is good, a stronghold in the day of trouble. He knows those who take refuge in him. If you put your hope in God, if you put your hope in him, he knows you. He knows those who take refuge in him. When you turn to him, he knows you. He will know you and he will be your stronghold in the day of your trouble. Don't you want that? Don't you want that? I do. Yes, God, please know me. Yes, please, I take refuge in you. Oh, my God, my strength, my salvation, my song. Become my stronghold. Yes, Lord, you establish me. You lead me. Let your goodness come after me. Let your mercy come after me. Let your faithfulness come after me. Let your unconditional love, your grace come after me. Yes, yes, Lord, by all means. He knows those who take refuge in him. Does he know you, my brother? Does he know you, my sister? Does he know you, listener? Does he know you, dear friend? Proverbs 18, verse 10. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous man runs into it and is safe. The name of the Lord. Do you know the name of the Lord? The Lord has many names and he will manifest in those many names and you will experience his diverse names. It comes through experience, knowing his name comes through experience. For you to know him as strong tower, you would have gone through something and he rescued you, he shaved, saved you, he shielded you, he shielded you, he saved you and he shielded you. 
He encompassed about you. He surrounded you and became your strong tower, your refuge, your shield. Do you know him as such? Have you experienced him as such? Have you allowed him to be your shield and your strong tower? John 16, 33. Finally, this is the final scripture. John 16, verse 33 says, I have said these things to you. Jesus has said these things to you, my brother, my sister, my friend, dear listener, that in me you may have peace, that in him you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but take heart, I have come, I have overcome the world. John 16, 33, I'll read it one more time. And this is Jesus speaking to you and I. I have said these things to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation. But take heart, I have overcome the world. My sister, I pray that as you have listened today, that you will turn to Jesus. Tribulation is coming. Tribulation is coming. But you will find strength in Jesus. You will find strength in God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Turn to God. Turn to Jesus. Yield to the Holy Spirit. Tribulation is coming. More difficult times are coming. Tougher times are coming. More difficult, complex, complicated, convoluted, dark problems are coming, are going to plague our world. And we will not have answers. The system of the world will not have answers. Nobody will have answers. We will need God to be our stronghold, our strength, our peace, our song. Turn to him. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. Feel free to write to activate God's purpose at gmail.com. Activate God's purpose at gmail.com. We're here for you. God bless you. God keep you. God surround you. God protect you. God cause his face to shine upon you now and forevermore. Draw strength from him. Make him your stronghold. Make him your peace. Make him your joy. Make him your love. Thank you for being here. God bless you. And I'll talk to you soon.